Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Uh, Today I wanted to talk about comms. What are comms when it comes to QAnon? And the answer to that, to me, is that comms are a way... For QAnon to keep themselves agitated and worked up when they don't have anything else to look at. They don't have any uh, Q drops. Uh, Trump hasn't uh, done any misspellings that are obvious. Comms are a way to keep the game alive and keep the world exciting. Because if you were to believe what they believe in, and that every bad guy and every good guy is communicating through social media and every social media message is some incredibly pertinent form of information, you would uh, be left with an overwhelming amount of information to try to sift through and decode to find those true nuggets, those actual facts that are hanging out there for people to look at and understand. And that is what they do to themselves. They work themselves into a tizzy trying to figure out what Ellen's trying to signal Tom Hanks with, with her latest message. Why did she say the words she said? Why did she use that particular background? Why was she wearing that hoodie? What does it all mean? And this is a way for them to go down these rabbit holes and spend hours each day trying to decipher things and trying to come up with uh, rationalizations and explanations for what they're seeing. And then when that stuff doesn't matter, they move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, and it just never stops. And the best part about comms is that 
unlike the whole thing where Q was like, hey, stop doing Q proofs, and then he obviously went right back, back on his word and started being like, hey, Q proofs are great again. Look at all these Q proofs. I love them. Um, and uh, deadlines, which again, Q is like, don't try to find a deadline. Just just roll with it. Just just don't don't work yourself up for a deadline because you're never going to get a payoff and you're only going to make yourself look dumb. But you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff when you are just getting yourself into a tizzy because Hillary Clinton said something about voting. She obviously meant that she wants a hit team to try to assassinate Trump. If you just look at it, side-eyed with a little squint. That's all you need to do. You can find the truth. And that's how these people operate. Everything is some form of illegal communication. If it's a bad guy, and if it's a good guy saying things, it's obviously a signal that is being sent directly to QAnon, and they have to figure out what that hidden message is so they can be ready for whatever it is, whatever magical adventure they're about to be taken on by the good guys that are giving them the rock-solid intel in the form of comms. And now, again, any rational person would look at this situation and be like, why would the good guys and the bad guys be communicating all their information on public uh, social media forums when they could just email and text each other or go into a private Discord chat or a Slack chat and just talk there? To which I would say, you don't understand what the fun of all this is. And the fun of all this is is pretending that you are part of the game. You're the one who's going to come up with the back-breaking decode that's going to end the cabal once and for all. You're the one that's going to figure out exactly what Michael Flynn was saying when he took the oath. And that's why you're going to be ready for when, on some special day that was given to you via the messages of Michael Flynn's vocal inflections, that will be the moment when Hillary Clinton is finally arrested and we can finally have justice. It's that kind of thing that is what comms are all about. It's that kind of constant uh, hamster running in a wheel, perpetually sort of frenetic, just desperate for something. Something to hang your hat on. Something to glean that's all they care about. That's all they care about. That's all they want. And they got to have it. They've got to have it. So they're going to do everything in their power to get it. That's how they operate. QAnon is nothing if not incredibly needy and desperate for ways to excite themselves and to get through the day. And if they don't have a new three-hour video about the bad guys or they don't have... Uh, a series of Q drops, they will dig into the comms to try to figure out what's going on. Because if Tom Hanks is doing an interview about how COVID-19 sucks and he really wishes everyone would just wear a mask and social distance and follow the guidelines, obviously Tom Hanks is trying to tell people that he needs uh, $50 million and passage to a country without extradition to the United States or he's going to flip on the cabal and tell the patriots everything he knows about the uh, global uh, satanic pedivore ring. And that makes life fun. Life sucks when you're just reading the boring missives of Tom Hanks as he looks at a discarded piece of clothing on the side of the road 
And he's just like, hey, look at this glove I saw on the side of the road. Hanks with an X. And that's that's not acceptable. That's not fun. Gotta have gotta have the chutzpah. Gotta have the pizzazz. Gotta have the craziness. Because that's what makes everything exciting and fresh and fun. And it gets you through the day. It gets you through the day knowing that you figured out exactly what Tom Hanks was talking about. And he can't hide his desire to eat babies from you. You're the one who gets to the bottom of that stuff. You're the smart one. So, comms, they're like uh, snack food. They're the ice cream that you know you shouldn't be eating. They're the box of Cheez-Its you bought because Cheez-Its are delicious and you just wanted some. That's it's just a good way to get through the day when you can't get to the store and get yourself a delicious, juicy ribeye steak that's known as a Q-drop. So now that we've handled comms and I've uh, not seen any news that tonight's elections have resulted in any QAnon lunatics winning the Republican primaries, which I am sure as soon as I post this this uh, podcast, I will be I will be told by the internet that, oops, there's the QAnon nut that's going to be running in some ultra-blue district in New Jersey and get blown out. But we got another one. That'd be great. So, having done that, let's review some early Q. We are sprinting ever so closely to the uh, end of early Q. Q drop 72, where... uh, Spoiler alert, he he tells everyone, oh yeah, by the way, I was lying for 71 Q-drops. Tough titty. Uh, we concluded last time with Q-drop 49. Which brings us to Q-drop 50, which is big drop. <laughs> it's, all, it's always good when you kind of sell yourself. You can't just let your, uh, you just can't let your work speak for itself. You, you gotta be the one that's be like, hey everybody, big drop. Woo! Um, how did North Korea obtain uranium? How did Iran obtain uranium? Why did Barack Obama spend billions in cash and wire? Why did he send billions in cash and wire to Iran? Why the cash component? Was the hostage component a cover? For what? Could any of the cash component be handed to other people? How many planes carried the cash into Iran? Did all land in Iran? Did all land in the same location? Why is this relevant? Now, this is awesome. Who controls North Korea? Who really controls North Korea? (laughs) Love that. He was like, who controls North Korea? No, you got it wrong. Who really controls it? I just love the idea that like Q is grading our tests in real time. And he knows that we got it wrong the first time. Don't think of a single person. Think of a powerful entity. Why is this important? Why are wars so important? Who benefits? What does hostage refer to? Who can be held hostage and controlled by North Korea having miniaturized nuclear weapons? Where is Barack Obama today? Where is uh, VJ, which I believe is Valerie Valerie Jarrett, I would assume? And then he finishes with Alice in Wonderland. Now, what's really funny about the Alice in Wonderland thing is Q fucks up Alice in Wonderland really badly. Uh, Because what's cool is after... He ends the early story of Q, of Q after 72. He, in Q drop 74, he says Q equals Alice. You will see, you will soon understand the meaning behind Alice 
and quotes Wonderland. Everything has meaning. God bless. And it's really cool because right after that, he forgets that he said that. And uh, he changes it to be Hillary Clinton. Uh, in QDrop 78, he reposts that he is Alice. And then in QDrop 80, he says, we need to get organized. Things need to be solved to understand what is happening. Let's start with Alice in Wonderland. Hillary Clinton in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. Saudi Arabia, the bloody Wonderland. Snow White, Wizards and Warlocks. So, and that was November 4th when he said that Hillary was Alice. And that was also November 4th when he said Q was Alice. Oh my God, I gotta look at this timestamps. So 1928, 58, so 7.30 Eastern. 7.30 Eastern, he says that uh, Q is Alice. And then 23, 44, 18. So it took him four hours. In the course of four hours, Q realized that he didn't like being Alice anymore. So he changed Alice to Hillary. The world's greatest military intelligence operation and they can't even figure out their own fucking metaphors. And uh, he is so uh, fucked up by his fuck up that he re- he literally reposts it. He, he, he says repost. Q drop eighty two is a repost of Q drop eighty where he reiterates that Hillary Clinton is is Alice, and then. He posted again in QDrop 83, simplified Alice in Wonderland, Hillary in Saudi Arabia. References, Hillary Clinton in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, Saudi Arabia, the bloody Wonderland. Um, And then QDrop 84, Hillary in Saudi Arabia, Alice in Wonderland, see above. And he just, uh, he's just crazy. He's just absolutely disease-minded that you've got to get it through your head that he really meant that Hillary was Alice. Even though he called himself Alice four hours earlier. Uh, Ben Collins said it, uh, that the best way to make someone stop believing in Q is to read Q. And it really is ridiculous. You read these early drops and you see the contradictions. You see the fact that he can't keep a narrative going. That he's just throwing shit at a wall. It's so obvious. It's really, it's really incredible. The you can just see how desperate people are to to hear these things, just how they'll take anything, any crumb of from anyone that points them in the direction of their confirmation bias, that gives them the hatred they desire. This yutz, this moron, Q, literally can't keep it straight for any period of time and people still flock to him they still listen to him again the Aikun Q is so bad at their job they're such a train wreck that I can't do anything but laugh at how bad they are at their job and and, and no one no one wants to walk off no one wants to get away from the, the, the Q train no one wants to depart the station everyone's like yep still on the board Still just chugging along. Chugga, 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 chugga. And it's just, it it really, it's like, man, do you have no shame? Do you have no dignity? 
to have no self-respect. As for the drop itself, this goes into the whole thing where the CIA secretly controlled uh, North Korea and then Q liberated the Kim family from the CIA. So now North Korea is free and capable of uh, doing good things for good people and um, be a actual like helpful person in the world community. And the fact that none of this is true is ridiculous. And the other thing is is that the history of North Korea is very recent. North Korea was literally created after the Korean War in the 1950s. We know the entire history of North Korea, that it was created as a buffer state between America and American interests in South Korea and Chinese and China and the Chinese homeland. And we know that the communists that ran China and Russia installed the Kim family as the leaders of uh, North Korea. And the Kim family have ruled Korea ever since. And that's it. And you would think that the uh, Chinese and the Russians would have been keenly aware if the CIA had slipped in and taken over North Korea. They would not have been cool with it. And they would have brought it up. This is the whole thing about this whole angle that's so ridiculous is that you again have to believe that the entire world is in on it. At which point, how did Q ever get anything done? How did Q ever accomplish anything? If the entire world was in on this conspiracy, uh, what's the point? What's the point of having North Korea be a secret American satellite state if everyone knows North Korea is a secret American satellite state? Just trying to wrap your head around their stupidity. It'll break your brain. It'll just turn you into a drooling lunatic. So that nonsense and then we get QDrop 51 which is uh, a, a big picture of America of, of, of the outline of the continental U United States uh, with a flag kind of superimposed over it and then uh, one nation under God as the caption and, and Anon who's very angry says I've watched this society has been effectively addicted to the MSM apps, social media, games, music, all propaganda, and the moment you try to open anyone's eyes, you are shunned. Being dumbed down, weakened, and groomed for passivity and stupidity through food and their addictions, like calf literally being farmed for a slaughter. The funniest thing about this is that this guy in these, these first two paragraphs does not capitalize a single letter, a single word. Uh, all of his... Uh, punctuation is followed by lowercase letters and it's really weird and with all the race war propaganda and pizzagate possibility i became suicidal because i can't stand that no one will open their eyes and are being manipulated hard i hope with all of my heart that trump trump is the first trump's the t in trump is the first thing he capitalized in this entire thing is going to make good on his promise to MAGA, not in caps, and clean the swamp. I've been thinking about joining the Navy for Corpsman Greenside, and I would love to serve under a Trump capital administration if he really does clean swamp. We'll try to join regardless. No openings for Corpsman right now, though. I hope that what OP on says is true. OP is capitalized, as is the I, and I hope. I will be praying for Opianon and those who risk their lives for safety and that the Lord 
capital L, Lord, will guide them and praying for what he says is true. And we'll be praying for the spiritual edification of God, capital G, for Trump, capital T, and his complete safety in all of this. The pieces are coming together for me. And if this is true, those working with him are absolute geniuses because I never would have imagined there would be any way possible for the, to take the monster of corruption that has overtaken this country. Uh, there is misspelled. It should be uh, T-H-E-R-E. It's T-H-E-I-R. The only things he capitalized was one instance of the of the word I, uh, OP, which obviously he meant QAnon, but that kind of was not a standard lexicon at the time. Lord, God, and Trump. So this guy is totally all with it. Q replies, Dear Patriot, we hear you. We hear all Americans such as yourself. The time has come to take back our great land. The time is now. Rest assured, POTUS is backed by the absolute finest people alive who are all dedicated to the eradication of evil and corruption from the U.S. world. Find peace. God is with us. God bless and be safe. The White House. Q actually signed this, the White House, the WH, capital W, capital H. That's interesting. I forgot that little twist. That he, This is signed from the White House. Um, 52. Review Barack Obama's financial disclosure when he submitted the pre-election campaign. What is the annual salary of a sitting U.S. president? What homes were just purchased by Barack Obama? How much did it cost? How does it reconcile? What is the net worth of Pelosi? How does it reconcile? What is the John McCain Institute? Notice any patterns relating to the Clinton Foundation? Where did John McCain obtain his surgery? Why is that relevant? What surgery did he supposedly have? How many days until he was back in Congress and sitting on the OS, the Oversight Commission? What is John McCain's net worth? How does that reconcile? What is MW's, uh, Maxine Waters, I guess, net worth? How does that reconcile? You can play this game with most D's and many R's. What does the swamp refer to? What does money buy? Alice in Wonderland. Well, uh, Obama got rich because he uh, got a huge book deal. Because everyone was like, oh man, the Obama book's going to be the biggest president book ever. And so he was getting paid. And also Obama was already like kind of rich for his uh, first two books that he wrote before becoming president. So he was not exactly broke before he assumed office. And he was obviously going to be handsomely paid post-office because he was going to write a book and people were going to want to buy and read that book. And so a publishing company was like, hey, Barack Obama, here's a giant pile of money. Write the book up for us. So... I don't know why you hate capitalism, Q. What's wrong with that? Uh, I really don't know where Pelosi's money came from. Don't care. John McCain married somebody. He's just a gold digger. I mean, that was kind of a known thing that he, uh, his second marriage was to a rich lady. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, this talking about money and then you talk about Trump, who is like just literally a front for Russian money laundering, is really hilarious. Um, QDrop53, list out all who have foundations. Why is this relevant? How can donations be used personally? Analyze the filings. Who is charged of overseeing this? IRS, corrupt, politically motivated? The level of corruption in our country and most others is so severe. There is only one way 
Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it's so dumb. You just keep throwing the Alice in Wonderland thing in. Uh, one, two, three, four. Four out of the last five Q-drops have been signed off Alice in Wonderland. And the other one was signed off the White House because he was answering in Anon's uh, plea. Q-drop 54. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. It's plans to give you hope and a future. Uh, okay, great. Q-drop 55. This is a big one. It's very short, but it's very big. Look to Twitter, Q says. Exactly this. My fellow Americans, comma, the storm is upon us. Huge ellipsis. God bless. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Trump has never said this. They're obsessed with him saying it. I wonder if Dan Scavino is going to punch this up on Trump's Twitter uh, sometime before the election. Really rile him up. Really freak him out. Could happen. I'm going to do a couple more before we go into questions. Q-drop 56. It is a link to uh, Huma Abedin's ties to the Muslim Brotherhood uh, via an article from The Hill uh, Pundit's blog. I'm going to click this, and I'm going to guess I got more than a 50-50 chance of hitting John Solomon here. Oh, it's not John Solomon. It's Kenneth R. Timberman. Did not see that coming. I would have lost that bet. But uh, the Clinton campaign is attempting to once again to sweep important questions under the rug about top aide Huma Aberdeen, her family's ties to the Mother and Brotherhood and to Saudi Arabia, and her role in the ballooning Clinton email scandal. Uh, her mother, Salaha Aberdeen, sits on the president, uh, presidency staff council of the International Islamic Council for Dawan and Relief, a group that is chaired by the leader of the Muslim Brotherhood, Shalif Yusuf, al Quodawardi. Oh, geez, I butchered that. Not even going to try to correct myself. Uh, perhaps recognizing how offensive such ties will be to voters concerned over future terrorist attacks on this country by radical Muslims professing allegiance to Sharia law, the Clinton campaign on Monday tried to downplay Aberdeen's involvement in the Journal and Muslim Brotherhood. The Clinton surrogate group Media Matters. <laughs> this is the Clinton surrogate group Media Matters. Adorable. 
uh, claimed predictably there was no evidence that Miss Aberdeen or her family had ties to the Muslim Brotherhood and the Trump campaign staffers who spoke of these ties were conspiracy theorists. To debunk the evidence, Media Matters posted to a Snopes article, fact-check piece, that cited as its only source. Uh, Senator John McCain, the same John McCain, who met with Syrian Libya leader, uh, I'm not even going to try that name, uh, a known Al-Qaeda associate, and saluted him as my hero during a 2011 visit to Benghazi. I'm guessing this article is from the campaign. The article is over a year old. It is from, uh, it is from August of 2016. So Q is citing an over a year-long, a year-old article to try to uh, gin up fear and paranoia about Huma Aberdeen, because that's how Q operates. Um, Q drop 57. Senator McCain and others roundly criticized Rep. Michelle Bachman in 2012 when she and four members of the House Permanent Select Committee Intelligence and House Judiciary Committee cited Miss Aberdeen in letters sent to the inspectors generals of the Department of Defense, Department of State, Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, and the Office Director of, of National Intelligence warning about Muslim Brotherhood infiltration into you know, of the United States government. Why is this relevant? Who took an undisclosed trip to Saudi Arabia? What was the purpose of a face-to-face versus phone call? Alice in Wonderland. Just constantly brings up Alice in Wonderland. This is the Huma Aberdeen section of this stuff. It just never stops. He's always after Huma Aberdeen. And guess what? It goes fucking nowhere because none of this ever goes anywhere. I'm going to get to... I'm going to stop at 59. That way I'll remember that Q-Drop 60 is the Q-Drop to start next time. And I'll probably finish it next time. Unless we have some uh, madness between uh, tonight and Thursday that makes me talk about that. So Q-Drop 58 is literally a rehashing of the uh, article from Q-Drop. It's it's a repost of Q-Drop 56. And then... uh, And then... It's a reposting of QDrop 57. So he just lumps those QDrops together. And and that's it. It's literally all he did. Oh my god. Wow. This is so bad. It's just, QDrop 58 is just a uh, Frankenstein's monster of stitching together 57 and 56. That's all it is. God, this guy is so bad. Um, 59. How did Saudi Arabia welcome POTUS during his trip? Why was this historic and not covered by mainstream media? How did Saudi Arabia welcome Barack Obama during his trip? How did Saudi Arabia welcome Hillary Clinton during her trip? Why is this relevant? Not suggesting Saudi Arabia is clean by any means, but they play a role in the global game of risk. Combine all posts and analyze. The questions provide answers. Remember, information is everything, and the flow of information is no longer controlled by the MSM, by by you and others. Hence, why are we declaring critical time to distribute crumbs, which can be followed in greater detail to paint the entire picture once more information is released? Why has POTUS dedicated so much time into labeling the MSM as fake news? Why is this relevant? This is... It would be really interesting. I'm going to have to do a search on this later. Uh, Maybe next time I'll do this. I wonder how often and how much you use the phrase, why is this relevant, um, is... When does that go out of favor? Because Q doesn't say it much anymore. So, like, basically, like, when did that writer phase out, and when did another writer come in who didn't use that particular crutch to lean on as often? We are fully prepared that all social media will be shut down to prevent the spread of this information, i.e., POTUS, Twitter, etc., and/or mass censoring. Mass censoring. Sealed federal orders pre-submitted as preventative and masked as in general. 
though that does not account for rogue agencies and programmers within. Dates and pending actions are deliberately provided for authenticity, Alice in Wonderland. So he just keeps signing off of Alice in Wonderland. He really thinks he's got a winner with that. So uh, that is our early cue drops for tonight, and then we will uh, finish them up, hopefully Thursday night. Question time. It's time for questions. AIS Mallard. Mallard. I know, I'm just being silly. Q is an extension of GOP beliefs and conspiracies, just like Trump was. How long do you think the tradition, the transition to being a party of Q will take, and what will the effects be? The party's already, we've already done that. We've already become the party of Q. That, there's, that, that was completed um, within the last year. This campaign has been the Q campaign. And it's not going anywhere. Uh, the effects of it is that we have a party that is totally untethered from reality and refuses to acknowledge that it is totally untethered from reality. Because, I mean, Fox News has been lying to people for a long time. I mean, we've had the Clinton body count for like 30 years. We've had birtherism. We've had everything. Uh, we've had John Kerry as a member of the Viet Cong. The 2016 campaign was literally all of the bullshit that's ever been thrown at Hillary Clinton being thrown at her again and again and again in an effort to make sure that she would lose the election. So this is what they do. This is all they do. I mean, you don't need Q for this stuff. Joe DeGeneva and John Solomon and all these pricks are on Fox News talking about uh, John Brennan and uh, James Comey going to jail any day now. The world of the just trafficking and bullshit is omnipresent. I mean, this is like, Rush Limbaugh said that Vince Foster had been murdered by the Clintons. So, you you can't... The genie's been out of the bottle for so goddamn long. It's just that now the QAnon's just made it so much more insane. Because it's like a, it's like a drug addict. You, you, you develop a tolerance to the lower grade insanity and you just have to keep upping it to make it make it stand out, make it hit, make it have an impact. So Hillary Clinton just can't be a murderer. She has to be a satanic baby-eating murderer. And that's just where we are now, is that we've just riled up a certain segment of the American population to the point where they're completely batshit insane and completely divorced from reality. It sucks. But that's where we are. Uh, Follow-up questions, because uh, AIS uh, Mallard is uh, a greedy questioner who uh, doesn't stop inquisiting me. Uh, also, where does this leave the Democrats? Already there are former Republican never-Trumpers to liberals to socialists in the same party. How can we overcome the two-party system in the coming years? Well, uh, I don't know that you uh, overcome the two-party system, as it were. I think what you need is to uh, destroy uh, the Republican Party as it stands right now. And you need to... I mean, this is the thing, is that... Uh, and I was telling one of my friends this, is that if Hillary had beaten Trump, we might have had a sort of like uh, come-to-Jesus moment for the Republican Party. Because if you think that uh, Bill Clinton was kind of like the, the beginning of the end of, uh, of liberalism and uh, true left-wing politics in America, you if you believe that, which I kind of don't, but if you believe that, you have to understand that that would have been a reaction to the fact that the Republican Party 
had controlled the presidency in America for 20 out of 24, uh, 24 previous years and had had three straight terms uh, with the presidency before Clinton won. So you would have had, uh, you, you basically had Bill Clinton running as the standard bearer of a party that had for over two decades gotten their asses kicked. And the only reason they had snuck in for one four-year term before Bill Clinton was uh, the fact that Jimmy Carter was running against the guy who pardoned the criminal president in Watergate, and Carter barely beat Ford. It was a razor-thin victory for Carter. So you, you had this situation where the Democratic Party was just really kind of seen as not being a viable party for presidents, that the White House was sort of the Republican Party's birthright, that they had just... They had had the the presidency through Nixon and then Reagan and then George H. H. W. Bush. So, if Clinton ran as a centrist, it was because he thought that was the only way to win was to be a centrist and to rebrand and remake the Democratic Party as a party that was more palatable to Americans. That the the Reagan to bring the Reagan Democrat home to the Democratic Party so that the Democratic Party could actually wield elective power in America. And my mindset is that if uh, Hillary had if Hillary had won, you would have had almost the same thing because you would have had we would have been right now coming into this election campaign with the Democrats having controlled the White House for twelve years and. Uh, 20 of the previous 28 years they would have been the pre the presidency would have been in democrat hands so there would have been this sort of like uh moment where all the rich powerful people that give money to the republican party and want to see the their that agenda put into place would be like look guys you kind of suck you're not getting it done for us we we need Maybe to be a little less racist, maybe give a little on abortion. I don't know, but they would have had to have like tried to figure out why they couldn't win the White House anymore, and that might have led them to come back to the center a little more. But they won with Trump, so now they're like, "Woo, it's crazy town!" So now they need to lose. They need to lose badly here, and then the, the Democrat has to. We have to get two terms out of that, that Democrat, and then you'll have a situation where we will have had. Uh, 20, we'll have 20 years of uh, governance where the, the Republicans only had the White House for four of them. And that's the thing. Once you like shut a party out of power for a long time, they change. They come back. So I think the first thing you have to do is you have to destroy the Republican Party root and branch. You have to make it a regional party. And in between the fact that Trump's doing a really good job of, work, of losing this election and he's uh, toxic and he's alienating young people, and America's so polarized now that like you don't just become conservative as you get older anymore. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, people who know minorities and gay people and LG, LGBTQ people, and they see other Republicans treat their friends and that they're shitty, when those people are like 40 years old, they're not like, well, you know... I still have some black friends and some gay friends, but now I'm 40, so i got to vote Republican because whatever. No, they're not going to do that. They're going to be like, fuck those guys. Fuck those racist assholes. I'm not going to vote there. I'm not going to vote for them. So you have to make the Republican Party a regional party. You have to make the Republican Party uh, not a viable threat to win the presidency 
or to be capable of winning the House of Representatives. The Senate is dog shit and sucks, but that's the thing. And then as the Republican Party becomes uh, what becomes that, then it will reform, and the conservative Democrats can then drift over to the new non-QAnon-infected, non-batshit insane Republican Party. And that's the hope. I mean, that's the thing. It's always going to be kind of a two-party system in America. If you want to break the two-party system grip, then uh, uh, grab your battle standard and start uh, shouting the virtues of ranked choice voting. Join me. Join me in my crusade for ranked choice voting because that will that will fix that problem more than anything else I can talk about. But on the two-party front, you, we want to have the national conversation in America to be really about what conservative Democrats feel on one end and what liberal Democrats feel on the other end. And the Republicans are just like spoiled brats in the little kid's table pissing and moaning about things. And that's what we want. I mean, we want to have a massive, like a 50, 60, 70 seat majority in the House. We want Democrat presidents for the next like 20 years. And we want the Senate to be in Democratic hands most of the time even though again the senate is such a shitty horrible thing that like you can just have all these small states elect republican senators and just gum up the works but we want to try to keep power out of the republican party as much as humanly possible and then let the republican party claw its way back out of the, the hole of madness that it's fallen into so that's about it um I want an update on Scottsdale, Arizona mask lady. Did she see how Q disowned her? Uh, I, she had to have seen how she was disowned, but I don't think that she's actually uh, reacted to it in any way to uh, show that she is upset or offended by that. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, her current... Uh, I just checked her Twitter uh, timeline... Her top, uh, her top tweet is uh, Q post one uh, 7.1.20 with uh, her and a bunch of people I don't recognize who I'm sure other people might recognize. And um, her next tweet is literally my dream come true because some guy said heavy.com and a few others have made you the number one headline. Um so, uh, she, she's happy. She's very happy with what's going on. And, um, she, yeah, her, her timeline is all just like, we all love you. We all love you. Uh, so the, the rank and file QAnon people are giving support to her and she's obviously just going to pretend that Joe M and all the other like grifters calling her a false flag and an asset. Uh, that just never happened because, uh, if she had to confront the fact that QAnon, um, the, the, the big time people like disavowed her and cut her loose immediately, that would kind of ruin, uh, the fun that would ruin the game. Cause the whole point of joining Q is the community. Um, CJG asks, does Q have any allies of any within any other governments, or is everyone worldwide just part of the cabal? Uh, Kim Jong-un is obviously an ally because they've freed North Korea from the oppressive CIA, so Kim is now uh, 
capable of living his own life and is now obviously very grateful to America. Uh, Boris Johnson and Brexit are allies. Vladimir Putin, the, the Vladdy Daddy, he's obviously on our side. Uh, MBS is on our side, as you'll find out in QDrop72. Um, Assad in Syria is on our side. Um, you will f uh, follow the cabal mentioned that uh, Libya, Iraq, and uh, Syria did not have Rothschild banks in them, and that that's why Gaddafi and Hussein, Saddam Hussein were uh, executed, so that the uh, globalists could get uh, Rothschild banks installed into those countries, and that Assad is the uh, last beacon of freedom in the Middle East, uh, fighting against the globalists, so that they cannot get a Rothschild bank in there. So, uh, again, when you think QAnon, think Assad apologists, and also uh, MBS apologists and Putin apologists and Kim Jong-un apologists. Literally all the bad people of the earth are uh, the bad guys, are, are the good guys. And uh, Andrew, Andrew, Angela Merkel and Macron, the duly elected leaders of uh, Germany and France, are uh, cabal monsters. And Merkel is the uh, daughter of Hitler. And um, Justin Trudeau in Canada who literally had a nut uh, storm his property with a gun to try to kill him, and is a, was a QAnon follower who did this. And Justin Trudeau is the, is the son of Fidel Castro, because these people just believe in weird gen genetic bullshit. Um, th uh, watching the bear, whose name appears to be Russian, or some of the letters to be the Cyrillic, uh, says, there's an interesting duality in Q belief that I'm just becoming aware of. There's the soft pedal side that I call the Dr. Tammy side. And then there's the harder McCarthyite. Here's a list of several hundred people we've executed side. It'd be cool to explore that. Uh, that's the QAnon centrists versus the uh, people who actually espouse the stuff that they believe in. Uh, John a John C. Fail says, link. It's in the SoundCloud. It's the SoundCloud link in, the top, in my bio. Uh, I will... It'll, it, I post the links to all the podcasts when I publish them. Let's see. Uh, up next is uh, Will, Billy Hams. I'm baffled by all the claims by QAnon of being good at research. That Jim Watkins' name and the history of 8chain is never mentioned. Their heads would explode if they knew the genesis of the LARP. Uh, they don't really want to talk about that. That'd make them angry. Um, a guy who has different colored fists and also what appears to be a, uh, nope, it, this, it looked like it was a Bruins uh, shirt, but I don't think it's Bruins based on what I see when I click on it. Uh, oh, it's, but, uh, Mr. Uh, Buds Z 47 Coleman Rogers and Tracy D D Tracy Tracy Beans is kind of uh, stepping away from Q and trying to be uh, more of a like a citizen journalist kind of person trying to do her own thing. Uh, Pamphlet Anon is still doing Patriot Soapbox. Last I knew, he's doing his thing. He's living the living the grifter life. Hasn't been caught posting his Q or finding Q drops ahead of time, as it were. And uh, Antifa, who is hilarious, I love uh, the whole thing about Antifa, says, uh, who or what is Q? That would be Jim Watkins currently. Can you please share what you all know? Uh, I, just read the timeline. 
I'm new to all this cute crap and want to know more. They claim to have inside info on numerous things. Is this a harmless Celt or a bunch of uh, keyboard freaks? I'd like to know more. Uh, it's not a harmless cult. They are keyboard freaks, but it's really bad. Um, they're terrible. They're awful people, and I hate them. So that's really, it's really the long and the short of it. Uh, I think that this is uh, a great. Just love the, the the old lady avatar and the name. All of it is very uh, well made. Chef's kiss to that. So, that is ye old casting of pods for this fine evening. I'll be back Thursday night for the scintillating conclusion of Early Q. Unless, again, of course, I have to talk for an hour about some ridiculous bullshit where there's a person who has declared that they are actually going to uh, arrest all the bad guys once they are elected to Congress or other such uh, madness vomits itself forth upon the national scene with these coming elections that have happened tonight in various states. So uh, enjoy the ride. It's going to be real bumpy. Uh, coronavirus ain't going anywhere. Like the guy who just died and said, who said Benghazi ain't going anywhere. Well, he was kind of wrong about that. I'm kind of right about the coronavirus thing, though. So, yeah, uh, stay safe, uh, stay healthy. All those positive affirmations, and I will catch you later. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.